Welcome, everybody. It is Numero Dose Podcast 2, guys. Can't believe we're already here. Absolutely amazing. Due to the overwhelming success of the first one, my first podcast, Stoner Man is Dope Podcast, Numero Uno, that's what it's known as in France. I am so excited to be back here. I got some incredible voice messages. If you want, you can always call me at 310-846-1570. Um, we only text. Which I sometimes do, depending on how busy I am, which isn't very usually all the time. But I will say this. Um, my what? Etsy shop, you guys, if you are going to go to stonerman.com or you're going to go to Stoneman Smoke Shop on Etsy, I have awesome deals for you guys and that's all i care about is selling you the dopest high quality accessories in the world and the universe so go to my etsy shop i absolutely love working with etsy Uh, i do this is an unsolicited advertisement but they really make it fun to work with them and i've had unbelievably great customers through them so go to stoner man smoke shop on etsy now back to me, regularly blathering about nothing. But my website, honestly, between you and I, I devised the website so it could be a content farm. What does that even mean? What am I, like, part of the tech crew? Hey, guys, uh, yes, I'm up here in Silicon Valley. We believe a content farm is a good way to get people to look at your website. The more time they spend on your website, the more you can charge for blah, blah, blah. It's... Business is whatever, you know, make Good point. all the money you can, save it. I, I did not do a great job of saving, Embarrassing but save all the money you can. Uh, spend it too, spend it on the stuff you like, like the good stuff. Like the products at stonerman.com. One of the things that I think is really important for the website is that Back to the you can get part. everybody to send all their fun stony content, even if it's not stony, it doesn't have to be stony centric, that doesn't even matter to me. But if it's good and it's funny and it's entertaining or it's thoughtful and it's thought-provoking or you got recipes, I also want recipes. Love recipes. And not just for stony edibles because I'm not a big edible guy. I think uh, we've had this conversation before. If there's anything wrong with that. I'm not a big edible guy. I have never had a great experience on edibles. Not I've a had one. a... That's not true. I've had some really nice experiences. Well, it's true. I haven't had a great experience. But I haven't really had... Enough I'm arguing with myself, dude. on edibles to want to continue this as a form of ingestion. Ew. First of all, it takes too long. So you eat it and then you gotta wait. Am I high yet? I don't feel anything. Nothing. Should I eat more? I'll eat more. Yeah, I'll totally eat more. I don't feel anything. I'm freaking out. What is this, aspirin, dudes? He's referring not, not to time like, release. Uh, again. Uh, Advil's dope. I love Advil. Huh? It's like the cure-all for me. It's pretty much the only pill I take. You know, I'm not a big pill guy either. I don't really... Ingestion of any kind of... I'm on my high horse. ...substance, really, to me, flour is the best way to consume anything. Partake break. 
I'm partaking right now. I hope you are too. Please, if uh, smoke them if you got them, yos. Dab it. Uh, vape it. Puff it. Bing it. Edible it. But then you're probably going to, by the time the uh, podcast is over, you're going to be just hitting up. So then listen to it again. Maybe it'll be a whole different thing. But I really enjoy the flower ad. We honestly get it, dude. I have no idea where I was going and no idea where I'm going either. But the funnest part Most of fun. doing this podcast is just connecting with you guys, my audience, Aww. my folks, my friends, the people who, A, you don't have to buy anything. It's not like that with us. It's not that I'm asking you, hey, you have to buy this. It's not that. It is with them, but not with us. You have to buy anything. I don't have any expectations that any of you buy it. But I okay, went off on a bizarre rant here about business that really, uh, I don't know, anybody would really want to hear it. So, the one thing that's most important about this is it's awesome to be able to do your own podcast because basically it's a two-sided conversation where only one person is listening. What? And isn't that really what we all do anyway? I mean, like, how many times do you really listen to the person you're talking to? Especially if they're a loved one. call me at too. That's where I was, huh? Leave a message. If you got a good message, I will put it up on the old website. I will put it up on the old podcast. We can get your Instant voice out celebrity. there. Uh, another one of uh, the Vice Squad. So all my fans, you guys are both, you're either stoner maniacs and you're a part of the Vice Squad. That's so confusing. Both of those are trademarked. I actually talked to the trademark office today. And I know this is now the second podcast in a row that all I do is talk about trademarks. I don't know all I do. I didn't back have like to a boring conversation. Trademark podcast last time. Who would listen to that except for no 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 nerds which I am one so I probably would totally listen to that. Because trademarking copyright is a really good way to protect yourself. It's but, true. Uh, and my dog doesn't care. Stony dog is in the back. He's not really a stony dog because I never ever ever get him uh, stony. I don't blow smoke in his face. If you do that, you're a total turd bucket. You're you're a chum sucker. That was chum. So, uh, don't don't mess with your animals. Don't get your animals stoned or whatever. Seriously, don't. It's not funny. Be cool, yo. What am I talking about? Um, so, yeah, that'll help. I got some really incredible voice messages from. I guess new fans. So I got uh, a decent response from uh, the overwhelming public from like the gens, the gen pop. Gen X and Gen Z, yay, millennials. <laughs> but for some reason, I have a really high celebrity. Hi. <laughs> Good one, Stoner Man. I don't know how that happened. I don't know what algorithm. I'd love to meet this guy, algorithm. Oh, yeah, I'm algorithm. Ah, I know everything. Yeah, well, you know, if you live in Kentucky, this is the things, and, you know, we can get people hot. Good premise. Bad execution. The most important thing when you're listening to these messages is understand that within the satire comedic realm of the Stoner Man is Dope podcast, these voicemails are totally real if you believe them to be real. These are the real folk. But I'm going to play the first one. First one, I was so impressed when I got this. It was like the first one. It was like literally a couple hours after I posted the first podcast. This first message came in. It was very inspirational. Here we go. And how do I... Oh, press one. Beep. Hey, there, Stoner Man. Or President Barack Obama. You know, they used to call me Stoner Man back in uh, Kenya. Anyway, me, Michelle, Malia, and Sasha have been enjoying listening to the podcast and understanding that this is very important for you and for the American people. The American people should also go to stonerman.com if they want high 
world-class, high-quality smoking accessories. Also, go to your Etsy shop. I hear your Etsy shop is just as amazing. So, once again, President Barack Obama sitting here with Michelle, Malia, Sasha, listening to the Stoner Man is Dope podcast, just having a great time. And uh, the 12 Social Security guys are also laughing Human as well. Secret Service so, guys. keep up the good work and keep it up for America. Whoa. That was amazing. What a phone call. What a message. Thanks, former President Barack Obama. Hey, here's another one. This is from RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I've been a big fan ever since Weird Science. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's just the talk. He's drinking water. Thirsty little dude. Round two. Cottonmouth, I guess. He was in the other room, I swear. I don't smoke around my pooch. That's that's not cool. I'm going to get him some more water. But in the meantime, what I want you to do is think about how awesome that was that President Barack Obama called. That was really cool. That was really cool, that President Barack Obama. Actually, he's the former president, but they still call him president, even though he's not. But he was, so he still is, I guess, always. Totally crazy to think that he's now two presidents ago. Whoa, time flies. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's time. Here's a new message from Robert Downey Jr., RDJ. Hey, you, what's up there? Stoderman, huh? Listen to the podcast, heard it, whatever. Didn't see it, but I heard it. No big deal. Whatever. Really funny. Got some good things. Got some improv going on. A lot of that. A lot of fun, cool, wacky stuff. Uh, you know, really cool. Whatever. No big deal. Uh, I'll keep listening. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. No. Got it. Uh, no big deal. Whatever. Uh, that man is playing Galaga. <laughs> whatever. Talk to you later. Whoa! Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes himself. Cool. <laughs> I got a message from Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love him. Stoner Man, me, Stone Cold Steve Austin, sitting here listening to the podcast, getting some good giggles in, man, over here at the Rattlesnake Ranch. Stoner Man is dope podcast has hit the airwaves, and I gotta tell you, I love it, but there is only one stone. Not you, Stoner Man, me, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I got myself a hell of a podcast, too. So you better be careful, because I will tell you this. If you ever want to go to the mat, there will be Stone Cold first Stoner Man, and you will not come out on top. I'll drink to that. Whoa, Stone Cold, don't be so aggro, bro. It's all good. We can be Stone Cold and Stoner Man and have separate and awesome podcasts, too. Don't even trip, bro. There's only one more message left, and it is from my total hero. Who? Who? I don't know who. Hey, me, Charlie Sheen, man. Winning. Uh, I had a little time on my hands, was uh, up all night, so I just kind of tuned in and listened to the old podcast. Really like what you're doing. Uh, I think it's pretty Winning funny. here, winning there. I uh, was wondering if you had some room for two and a half men. I don't know. <laughs> Spin City. So the last message I got is from a Peter Griffin in Rhode Island. Uh, hey there, Stoner Man. Uh, listened to the old podcast the other day, and uh, I was uh, mildly amused, mildly bored, totally enthralled. Gotta say, I've heard a lot of podcasts. You know, when I uh, head over on the commute to work uh, at the old uh, Pawtucket Brewery, I'll sit and put on uh, the radio, 
and sometimes get lost in thought, be able to write a masterpiece in my head. But I haven't been able to do that while I put on your podcast because I'm too busy laughing and giggling and thinking about what you're saying and then what you're thinking you're saying and then what you're saying what you think. It's pretty amazing. You keep it up and uh, shut up, mate. Whoa, my hero, Peter Griffin, dude. Thanks for listening, bro. He's man, oh man. So, just sitting here thinking about stuff, thinking about what I want to record, what I want to talk about, and I don't really know. I don't prepare. So, I uh, twisted a... F- I don't even... It's not really a fatty. I don't twist fatties. I twist, like... Joint so shaming. Full disclosure. I smoked cigarettes for a long time, and I'm really glad I quit. I quit for three years. Yeah. Almost three years exactly to the day. It's coming soon. But not having a cigarette in three years has been absolutely the best decision I ever made. I used to smoke, not honestly, because like I I thought I looked cool, but I I didn't mind dying a little bit every time I took a cigarette. I just felt like at that point in my life, everything kind of sucked. It's true. And it was a, a really shitty time to smoke. I realized I was getting serious and tried to make a joke in a fade. But uh, I, I'm really glad I quit smoking and it is a really debilitating thing for that cigarettes to get into your system. So I, if uh, is a personal safety announcement. Personal safety announcement! Don't smoke ciggies. And if there's a cigarette company who's upset with me saying this, honestly, uh, I, I, what? Screw you. Like, burned them. That stuff is terrible. Like, I coughed up so much bad stuff. I can't believe how completely inarticulate I am because, again, I didn't prepare anything for it, but I just want to tell you guys from the bottom of my heart, do not smoke cigarettes. Try not to vape. That is even weirder because it's fake heat. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even know what that means, but I know what it means in my head. I just can't explain it. I wish... You could crawl your way in through my ear or my nose, but not through my mouth, because that would be gross. But you could come into my head and understand that it's bad to smoke ciggies and nicotine. It should be bad. I've always kind of considered myself a smoker, but I didn't really consider myself a cigarette smoker. I don't know if that makes any sense. Probably not. No, it doesn't. I grew up again in the 70s and 80s. It wasn't illegal to, it was totally legal to smoke in restaurants up until like 87 or 88 or something like that. And same thing on uh, flights, like people would smoke. Would you like to be in the smoking section or more smoking it, section? Like everywhere, every, I, I think planes still have like, they're closed shut, but they still have ashtrays in the handles and stuff because people like to smoke. What? It's a genius concept. Why don't I put the most addictive chemical I can in something that all they have to do is smoke it a couple times and it's infected into their system, into their brain, into their psyche. Like it's crazy to be able to invent something that can totally debilitate you psychologically. It's called love. Like I give credit to it, but man oh man, that is just some devious stuff, dudes. Like I, I drink Coca-Cola Zero. Like it is going out of style. I don't, I, I don't know what that really means either. That, that term never made that much sense to me. Going out of style. What? Anyway, I don't have anything funny to say about that. Obviously, accurate self. But I drink a lot of soda, and it's really terrible for my stomach, and it's really bad for me, just personally, and my teeth, all of it. I can't help it though because I love it so much. And then when I quit it, like especially Diet Coke, when I quit Diet Coke, oh, I would get these headaches for like three days, and you could feel my blood searching for the caffeine. Where is? Although I don't feel like I need caffeine or I'm addicted to caffeine. I drink this stuff so much, I probably 
don't even know where my blood stops and my caffeine starts. Here. <laughs> there. If you can, and this isn't totally obnoxious and off the wall, stay away from the stuff that wants you to keep buying it. Simple but good advice. But like the cigarettes were awful. So I was in Melbourne. It was like 18, 19 bucks. Incredibly high taxes for cigarettes. For 20 cigarettes. That's a, That's like a dollar an hour. Crazy amount. It's a dollar a ciggy to kill yourself every day. Why would you do it? I don't know. So don't smoke cigarettes. Just puff the green, puff the ganj, get friendly with the wee hee hee. I'm not gonna finish that word cause I don't really like saying weed, even though I still do. Cause I'm hypocritical. I don't always say or do the things that I don't like that other people say or do because hypocrisy is fun. It's easy to think about the things that people say and do and say you shouldn't say that or do that when you can do that yourself because you're a hypocrite. I don't believe somebody should say that. And you think that you are right all the time because we have opinions that we judge on other people even though we know we don't live that way ourselves because we are the people who think that we are superior to the other people who have other things that say they say they don't do that we think they should because we know everything. What a burden. We should be more thoughtful, but who cares about the thoughts and feelings of others when we can be a hypocrite. Yeah, that is a, a hypocrite song I just wrote with uh, you in mind, and me in mind, and everybody in mind. Me and Mar. That used to be Burma. Sponsor interruption. Poor me. <laughs> Are you having a tough day? Poor me. Do you struggle with anxiety? Poor me. Is the weight of the world on your shoulders? Poor me. Well, look at your four walls and feel sadness no more. Now, all you have to do is pop two poor me pills into your mouth and you won't feel so bad about life anymore. Why? Poor me pills are made out of pure propofol, which leads to an insanely quick decreased level of memory, easing your poor me feelings. Painful past, difficult breakup, or just plain old having a bad day? Poor me! Not anymore. Poor me pills act fast and are non-habit forming, although we can't prove that last part. So, if someone you know is suffering from a case of poor me's, get a case of poor me pills. And don't worry, ladies. If some scumbag tries to drop it in your drink, it explodes like dynamite. Don't take it if you're pregnant, want to be pregnant, want to get someone pregnant, or know somebody who's pregnant. Available only at Walgreens Pharmacy, a Frank Franklin pharmaceutical. Well... I totally spaced out, and I think that's an important thing to remind ourselves about, is that it's not important to remember everything. It's not important to be on one train of thought. Come on, all aboard. Hey, this train of thought is leaving now. If you can, keep your hands and feet into the car at all times, and we will be on our way. Chugga, 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 thought train. Choo-choo. Hey, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Maybe we'll remember at the next stop. Yeah, let's just get off, and then we'll get back on. Okay, did you check your luggage? No, I didn't bring anything. I just brought my bag with me. Oh, well, you can check your bag. No, I know, but I still just brought the bag with me because I don't really like to check it. You got other people touching it, and this time of COVID doesn't really make sense to. Yeah, let's get on the thought train. Chugga, 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 chugga.
choo-choo. I fell off the thought train, but I'm okay. Because I kept my feet and my hands in the car at the same time. I don't know. You ever been on a train? Trains are cool. I like trains. They're big. Steely. Like, that's another thing. So, I live in a very big city. Los Angeles. In this very big city. They're currently buying all the older properties and tearing them down and building bigger, crappier properties. I mean, like, really ugly designs and really always kind of the same thing. And although I am not against progress. We must move forward. I do appreciate history. We must remember the past. You gotta excuse me. I, I really, I would like to edit those out, but I think it's important that, that we keep those in so you can see that I... You can't see it. You can only hear it, dude. I'm not perfect. I will never be perfect. I don't claim to be perfect. I don't want to be perfect. I would like to be perfect, but I don't want to be. I would like to be. I would. But that's really sort of an impossible uh, a value to attain. Nobody value. perfect. That's just something that people think about who all these I, people like have you ever met somebody who's like i'm my own worst critic like <laughs> who who has a, like a worst critic that follows them around and just judges everything they do everybody's their own worst critic you are the worst dresser you drive terribly you are a stinky winky that's the most insane thing ever in my entire life i'm my own worst critic yeah oh, okay well are you your own favorite Fan? No, one. Well, shut up. You're not doing it right. Good premise, bad execution. Gotta be your own best fan. If best you're be your fan. Critics gotta be. Gotta find your center in between, dude. It's called balance, dude. That's it. So, oh my gosh, I'm my biggest critic. One of the things, like, I get a lot of emails at puffy at stonerman.com. P-U-F-F-Y at stonerman.com. I'm not gonna spell that one out for you, but uh, puffy is P-U-F-F-Y. None of that I-E garbage. So a lot of the emails that I get, I'll read one right now. Hey, Puffy at Stonerman. I was just wondering, how do you roll a joint? Well, that is a great, great question. Oh wait, there's more. P.S. Love the podcast. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Thanks, dude. One of the ways to roll a joint is there's like classic style. There's a whole bunch of different ways to do it, obviously. So the way I like to do it most is I have a rolling machine. I have a rolling tray. If you get a stash station, if you go to stonerman.com or you go to Etsy, Stonerman Smoke Shop, all one word, Stonerman Smoke Stoner Shop, all one word. On if you do that on Etsy, you'll be able to see my stash, stash station, the Neo, the Jack Burton, and... And the Dalton, you be because bigger. those are the three best things you can buy for yourself to show how much you love and appreciate your stash that you have a station to put it in. Now, when you get a stash what station, what comes in that? Well, I try to make it as easy for you as possible. Thanks, so you only have to pay for one thing once and you get 20 things in there. Damn. So you're going to get a rolling tray. You're going to get a glass jar. You're going to get a glass ashtray. You're going to get a rolling machine. You're going to get, I think I said a rolling tray, but then you're going to get a dab wand or a poker stick. Plus, you're going to get a dube tube. Not only from the dube tube, you're also going to get a plastic carrying case to put your dab wand in. Plus, you get an unbelievable amount of rolling paper. Not exact. Pre-rolled cones. Non-tobacco blunts. Couple of filters. Pre-rolled filter cones. Not cones. Don't be stupid. Pre-rolled filters and paper tips. So, Whoa. I love my stash day. 
station. It's where I keep my stash and it's where I station everything. So I get everything out. This dude's still explaining how to roll a joint. I take out a little bit of a nug. Again, I'm a flower guy. I think I mentioned that 7,612 times in the other podcast. Exactly. So I take out my flower. Now I got it from Hey High, where full disclosure, heyhigh.com, they don't pay me anything. Unsolicited endorsement. And they don't give me anything except a great service and great deals for what I get. So I got this. It's true. Currently, I am smoking, I believe it's peach flambe from Sessions. I can check, but I don't feel like doing it because I'd probably knock over the microphone doing it. I would. But I think it's called peach flambe. It's peach something I was right from again. Sessions. And I really love Sessions. It's a lower price, great THC content. It's about 25%, which is a quarter. That's as good as you can get so you can still walk around and have your day without being like like that's getting into your 30% and your 40% oh my goodness how do you roll a joint dude I like to get everything out and prepare and I'm not just kind of like a throw everything together kind of guy Mr. Spontaneous to get a little more situated so I take out my little nug Put it in my grinder. I got a rainbow grinder. Oh, that's another thing you get in the st- 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 stash station. You get an awesome rainbow grinder, two and a half inches. The two, I also sell the two inch, but I sell the two inch in gold with the logo on it. It's a really great little one. That's good for throwing in like a little compact case, but the, uh, the two and a half inch is a bigger one. You can throw in uh, an awesome grinder. Both the two inch and the two and a half inch are four layers. They got the pollen catcher uh, and the pollen shovel. People love that. They call it Keith, they call it Ketchum, I don't know, whatever you want to call what it. What do you call it? Is, it's like all the funny flavor crystals that they catch after you use the grinder a whole bunch. It's like all the stuff that falls off the, the nugs and falls off your grind into there. People put it on there, they swear it gets them like, you know, 11% higher. I swear I'm 11% higher. Pretty insane. The only thing that gets me destroyed are bong hits and uh, edibles. That's why I stay away from bong hits and edibles. I like to be walking around. I don't like to forget about life that much. There was one roommate I used to have. He was a little bit of a, well, he wasn't a little bit of one. He he ended up getting arrested for being a lunatic. And I mean, I don't think that's an official charge. Yeah, you can't be arrested for being a lunatic. He actually got caught throwing bricks through windows. Those windows deserved it. But that was way after I lived with him. Coincidence? I don't think so. So he used to smoke bong hits all the time. He used to have a foot and a half or a little glass one. And he used to just hit that thing and it was like, there was a great episode of The Simpsons where Homer could take the most amount of punishment. That's what made him a great boxer is that people would get tired just punching him in the head and that was like watching my buddy hit that binger all the time. It was just like, how many hits to the dome are you gonna take in a day, bro? I don't think anybody can handle that. And it turns out they really can. So, uh, I believe it turned out he was schizophrenic as well. But uh, yeah, that to me is like the antithesis of what smoking bingers is. It's just too heavy hitting. It's like being a boxer, you can't take that many hits without absorbing that much punishment, without walking around going duh, duh, duh. And that's easy for me to say because I'm a J smoker and I walk around, I mean, sit around. I've been talking in this podcast. I can't hear how many times I went, uh, um, uh, uh. 760. Uh, you know what I mean? So I do get it, but man, that binger, I'll get you. And I'm not trying to disparage binger smokers. I get it. I sure it's get a lot of things. The way you love to deal with it. It's the way you love to deal with it. I knew another guy. We used to call him Shushy. Oh, that guy was an idiot. Shush. Because all he would do is take bing hits, dude. He would just sit there and just...
I'm like, dude, what? I mean, are you enjoying this? Because then he'd just sit there and stare at the TV. TV wasn't on. Duh. Just be sitting there staring at it. I'm like, oh, dude. So I don't really talk to Shushi anymore. And, it, like, to be honest, I don't have that many friends from my childhood anymore. Shush. And that's because uh, I'm the only one who didn't grow up. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I brought this up on the last podcast. I'll probably bring it up in the next... The, the, the next podcast! Living the stoner man lifestyle is unconventional. It leaves not for judgment of others, but others of judgment of me. What? And I've been scorned, scorned, scoffed, scoffed, and spat upon. Spat. In a completely literal sense. Nobody's ever really done that to me. Definitely never spat upon me. I had that a drink um, thrown in my face. But I just feel like somebody's watching me. This type of thought process, this type of lifestyle, the stony life, man, is something that is for everyone. It's, it's your inner self coming out. Ew! You just have to take that judgment aspect. Professor of Dorkiology. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> Oh, that was from the Coke Zero from my tummy. Unsolicited advertisement. So, today's been a good day. Like, it has. I want to run. I've been talking myself out of nah, running you can do a little it too much. Because I, I oh, usually, I, I really enjoy running as a form of exercise. Because I think one of the things that stoners can you're really benefit older. from is you can use the time that you take when you're getting smoky and you're enjoying your smokiness. You can use that time to really work out. Most people don't know. How much concentration can be done when you puff? You're not setting so the best example. The first one to say, Finish a story. Puff up and then zone out for like two hours working out. Yeah. The thing is, I don't. <laughs> I just can. Yeah, I can. But I've been really good at running for the last uh, COVID, I guess we'll just call it. Friends, don't remind me. I'm myself out of it lately. It's because I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself. I'm my biggest critic. The thing about Sparky Warky. Sparky Warky. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Yeah? So, this is how you roll a J. Oh, yeah. The only way you really need to remember it. Grind, sprinkle, lick, twist. I don't know my own saying. Wait, you gotta think about it this way. I'm gonna pull this up, and I hate looking at my computer while I'm mean being prepared. Super embarrassing, guys. This is really the only way you need to remember how to roll a joint. Grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist and burn, smoke that ch. Grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist and burn, smoke that ch. Grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist and burn, smoke that ch. Grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist and burn, smoke that ch. Grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist and burn, smoke that ch. What does that mean? Grind. So you gotta take your fun, beautiful flower, grind it up. Take your grinder. Put your grinder together. Then you take your flour, put it in the grinder, close it up and grind it away. So I'm grinding up my flour, then I open up my grinder once it's ground. I put the ground up fun flour on my rolling tray. Then I Gonna crease the paper, I like to use the one and a quarter ultra thins Cause I like my personal JJ's So I will take a one and a quarter, I generally use raw or ultra thin zigzags Those are usually my favorite, that green hemp 
um, and it's one and a quarter. And then what I like to do is I like to cut the bottom quarter off. So I'm really cutting, I'm really getting one and a quarter of a quarter. Um, what? And so I cut that off. So if you smoke as many joints as I do and you keep cutting off a certain amount of paper, that means you're not smoking that paper, which is awesome. So think about all the stuff you're not smoking as well as the stuff you are smoking. So if you can eliminate some waste so you're not inhaling it and putting it in your system, the better for you. So I cut the bottom quarter off. What? Then what I like to do is I put a pre-rolled filter into my rolling machine and then I will sprinkle in my grind, not too much. You don't want to go too too dank. Too you don't want dank. to put in too much because sometimes it all comes down to when you burn it, getting the uh, airflow through the J into your lungs. It's science. So. Sprinkle in a good time, firm it down a little, but not too much. Roll the thing up, put that paper in there. So we've grinded, we have creased, we have sprinkled. So now this has to be the most confusing way to roll a J I could have ever explain to you guys. I totally so apologize. Go to the video section in my website, we and I'll have a video on how to do it. It's crease, much better explanation because so this was poor, stinky. Roll, week. roll, 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 roll. Then we twist it, twist to twist, twist and burn. Ding, ding, ding. Then we twist and burn. So basically what you do is that's, if you're gonna do it with the rolling machine, which you can get at stunnerman.com, come get to the stash station, you'll get all that stash, stuff. Stash, you can put it. all this into practice. And then uh, practice into purpose it. and purpose into knowledge. Cause you should concentrate, not complicate. That's the way things go around here. So one of the other things too is grinders. Like grinding it is very important because if you just, put the flour in there without grinding it, it is uh, more difficult Sometimes to I'm amazed at how boring I can be because like in like my head I seem so much the, more interesting. But now I'm not understanding so like that I can't just keep your attention even when yeah. I'm droning on. I'm sorry, not sorry. But keep on listening because much much I love you. So one of the other things you can do is break it up. If you don't have a grinder, if you don't have a stash station, hey guys, it's okay. But what you're going to want to do is grind it to up be clear, with you your hands. Grind it. So you just kind of pinch it and pinch it and pinch it, make it sort of easily break down. Then you just kind of make a little little U-boat. I have no idea where I thought this would be more interesting by audio instead of by video. So, uh, again, I didn't mean to waste your guys' time, but holy mackerel, can I not explain logically how to roll a J quickly? And then the whole thing comes down to the roll. It's where your thumbs get that first roll down. So if you're doing it without the machine, what you want to do is nestle the paper in between your thumb and your two fingers. Your first two fingers, one and two, the first two dig. And once you've got everything evened out, you slowly roll your thumbs in the opposite directions of your fingers. And you let that go all the way until you are able to roll the paper to the gummy part where you lick. So That's one way of saying it. The important thing is, is you're gonna have to keep practicing until you learn how to be really gentle with your fingers and that is a great life lesson as well not just for rolling jays i know what you're thinking it rhymes with dudes come on uh, a right amount of pressure in your fingertips your thumbs all that in your hands so once you get that you lick it then roll it a couple more times around to make sure the whole thing is closed and then maybe run your finger along the line check it so i i, I cannot be more of an advocate for putting a filter in your 
in your joints. And just take a little piece of anything if you don't get the pre-rolled filters. The pre-rolled filters are amazing and the rolling machine is amazing if you're gonna smoke jades. Like, it's very important to learn how to do it without the rolling machine. Very important, you just gotta really, take, take a weekend, guys. Take a weekend, get yourself a stash station, go get yourself some stash, put it all together, and then just spend a weekend just opening, practicing, Closing them, rolling them, licking them. Don't be dirty. Do the grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist, and burn. Then you smoke that. I didn't sweat. But you're going to really practice that grind. It's the roll. The roll is really the most important part. Once you get everything in, you pack it up. You push everything in with your fingers. Make sure it's tight, but not too tight. Then you got to roll. You got to learn how to roll. It's amazing once you get that roll down. When I first started rolling J's, I used to roll Pregos. What's a Prego? So they would be kind of like on one end. On, on both ends, yeah, they sure. would be the same size, but in the middle, they'd be real chubby. It was awesome. I meant pregnant. So right when you get to the middle of it, you would be hitting a really great J. I still kind of do that, but it's really it's been very important to me to roll really, really good J. I don't know why. And I do. But uh, no need to have to go old school when you can just put it in a machine, because this thing really does look beautiful. It hits like a boss, dude. It hits like a boss. You're higher. And I want you guys to be able to just be able to roll your own both manually and machinally. So that's how you roll a J. Manually and machinally. Got it. I'm a cloud maker, dudes. Grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist and burn, smoke touch. That's all you gotta remember, dudes. Be a germinator, be a cultivator, be a cloud maker. But grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist, and burn. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. When was the first time you ever got high? <coughs> that's awesome. Excusez-moi, bon amis, but I am making the coffee. That's pretty cool. Yeah. First time I got high, I was in college. At the University of Garbage. And this is a controversial opinion. Controversial opinion. Um, controversial opinion. Whatever, college. College, whatever. The University of Garbage. If you guys can figure out a way to give an institution $100,000 over the next four or five years of your Waste life. Waste of money. Feel free to do it. Um, Waste of money. So the first time I was 18. Not the second time I was 18. And like my whole life I'd grown up like I'd always smelled it. My parents were stoners without being like stoners in front of my face. Like in front of my face, I don't know what that means. Like they never smoked in front of us. It was never a th Hey kids, grind, crease, sprinkle, lick, twist and burn, smoke that shit. It was just always kind of this light, this light scent that always came from their room on Sundays. <coughs> but they always had sort of the stoner mentality, much more so. Like I didn't know drinking was a problem for everybody until I went to other people's houses. Because like nobody really drank at our house. I'm on my high never horse. Around, so I never I to this day can actually I'm one of the people that I truly know can enjoy alcohol which I don't because it's pretty much gross except for whiskey whiskey is whiskey is good that is one damn fine piece of alcohol work and rum I, I like I feel like a pirate a pirate I feel like a pirate when I drink it I feel like a pirate when I drink rum but I really do enjoy rum Malibu rum that is some good stuff and uh, can't stand vodka I, I don't like the clears I don't know it's it's just a whole different thing. 
drinking. Yeah, it's totally different, dude. Not for me. So the first time I tried weed, Whoa. I was like, I had kind of known about it. I had done my research. I watched a lot of Cheech and Chong movies. I ain't never had no acid like that before in my life, man. And understood that people could be really silly on it and people could really freak out on it. So there was hey, mellow out, man. a little bit of a mystery involved that I was really excited about getting to know. And getting to know. I, I smoked with my roommate, who was a real jerk off and ended up being even worse. Um, but we, we had a good time. Sensing like, a theme, dude. What I always feel like the first time you get high is like, because you don't have anything to balance it off of, you don't know what, point of what the feeling is otherwise, you're like, for the first 40 minutes, like, I don't think I'm, I'm feeling, feeling it. Feeling. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Is this, is this, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, not feeling it. I'm totally not feeling it. Totally and you keep going through like all you but these thoughts are just like racing through your head and maybe like the back of your neck gets real hot and you're still like I'm not feeling anything am I, am I feeling something I, don't, I think I'm feeling something I'm not sure though like is it, like, is it how is it supposed to be like how am I supposed to feel and then you like you're so unsure and then you start cackling and laughing and everything's funny and then you realize you're high that's when the fun takes over. Whoa. And I think with anything, it's like something just says, hey, hey you, you know, know what? what? This, this is, is going to be a lot, lot of fun. fun. And then it is. And then you just have a great time with your friends. You're laughing. You're having a good old time. And it's really cool. Because like, I had a lot of friends that I've never had a lot of friends. smoked during high school and everything. So like if you... Caution. Preaching coming. Go by what your parents' rules are and what the, the rules of society and, and what? what the law says. And that's just don't do it. I'm making uh, no sense. not going to say it's hypocritical of me because I didn't smoke until I was 18. I was glad I waited. Nerd. So it's not a judgmental thing. It's Innocent. just like it's better to be more prepared. What? And I think like that's that's like the bottom line about life, isn't it? Is that... Life is a lot of fun, and it's ups and downs and all arounds. And Conversational left turn. Good Lord, if you can, um, go listen to Bill Hicks. It's just a ride. Bill Hicks, to me, is like the coolest, best stand-up comic. The George Carlin and Bill Hicks. Like, obviously, Chappelle. You can't get better, in my mind, in, in my lifetime. What Stoner Man means is, currently. Uh, Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy. Uh, that, that is how comedy should be done. But um, Bill Hicks passed away in 94 and George Carlin, who had been around since the 60s and one of my, like I, George Carlin is the goat. The seven dirty words you can't say on television. He's the goat to me. Eddie Murphy is, <laughs> Eddie Murphy is Elvis Thank you. Thank you very much. to me. And uh, George Carlin is Bob Dylan. The hurricane. If that makes any sense. No. Nope. Like Elvis was the rock star. Bob Dylan was the poet uh, the poet struck you more as the poet in a cynical note and Eddie Murphy always struck people in a oh my god this is the most entertaining human being I've ever seen in my entire life I, Jamie Foxx is a close second as great as Dave Chappelle is as a comic Eddie Murphy was that as a comic and as a sketch performer on television and as a movie star so by the time Eddie Murphy was 22 years old, he was the best TV star, film star, and stand-up comic in the world. That was uh, Eddie Murphy's, I don't know, I don't care. I, I, my dream is to spend uh, uh, 
afternoon just talking to Eddie Murphy about comedy. He's the greatest of all time, as far as I'm concerned, uh, just in terms of an entertainer. I don't think anybody uh, has been more entertaining in the world than Eddie Murphy. To me, the two guys that uh, are really my my um, conscience. This is your conscience. Have made up a lot of my. How do you say it without sounding as dumb as I'm sounding right now? Great question. George Carlin and Bill Hicks uh, developed this incredibly intelligent format of being able to dissect sociology and, and society as a whole and be able to say it in a palatable way that people can enjoy it and laugh. Well, Bill Hicks, he was always in a tug of war with the audience, whether he wanted to make them laugh or he wanted to piss them off. That was up to him on the day that he grabbed the microphone. That dude was humongous in England because they got his cynicism and he was like as intelligent a guy I think as I've ever heard the way he understand he, the way he understood society I, I, I think you still listen to his act which is 30 40 years old now not 40 but like 30 years old at this point and it still is important today about people as you can get Fair enough. I'm kind of surprised at how really salient that point I mean, George Carlin was just the master of different generations but what? I feel like I noticed a lot of Bill Hicks-isms in George Carlin after Bill Hicks passed. Hot take. Um, Controversial. And I'm not trying to say that to be blasphemous, because again, Carlin's a goat. Hicks, unfortunately, wasn't around long enough to be the goat. And Eddie Murphy's the greatest entertainer of all time. Uh, Chappelle is currently my favorite, and has been since uh, maybe 97, 98, 99, 2000. And then the show, his sketch show came out, and that was amazing. So... Just a ride, Bill Hicks. Just a ride. Uh, Google that. Just a ride. Watch that. I think that is one of the most poignant ways of talking about what life is all about. And he, he passed away shortly after that. Uh, he, he recorded that special. Very interesting way to talk about life. Check out a lot of Bill Hicks stuff. Really funny. A little bit of cervic, which is something I, I don't mind at all. Cause uh, thought lost. <laughs> whoops. Sorry if uh, you heard that. I just kicked the microphone stand, but you may not have heard it because, again, I'm like a ninja. I said ninja. I think I should go running later. I did. So I first got high in college. Man, this guy takes forever to finish a story, huh? When it hit me, it just hit My head fell back and I couldn't really feel it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is for me. Because, again, I had... Uh, the experiences with alcohol growing up of like okay this this ain't a good way to live a life it takes its toll on you physically you can lose like at least 15,000 if you get pulled over for drunk driving deeds forget that bro and you could be just hammered enough to just destroy families no need for that it's true like the best part about smoking weed is the only family you destroy is yours what like heroin smack boom pow that is one awful drug isn't it Jeez Louise, I'm not like laughing at people who do it, but well, I'm kinda. just glad it ain't a part of my life. Yikes a roo. This dude's heartless. That's one of those things. I don't understand how people can get... Not. It's not that I don't understand how people can get into it, but it's like... Um... Hey, do you, you want to eat this fire? Oh, it, no, no, this fire is going to burn. Yeah, 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 but it feels really good at first, and then it burns really bad over the rest of your life ruining your family's life it's been documented it's been on documentaries it's been on um, TV shows that's what makes it true like that's the thing heroin ain't trying to hide it 
Like, they're not trying to fool you. It's like, no, 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 we're, uh, we're actually just like... Uh, Good premise, uh, bad execution. I always try to forget. I always try to forget. I never try to forget. I always forget. Um, I always want to call it Latvia. That fake weed, not, it's not sativa. The word is weed. salvia. Um, salvia. Salvia. That's what it is. Have you guys seen salvia? Like watching people freak out on salvia? Or that one video of that kid who's like totally freaking out where he gets frozen. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I was freezing, oh my God, oh my God. Like where time stood still for him, I've been there. That was like the first couple years of being a stoner kid. And when I say again, when I say kid, 18 and over because I don't consider anybody, that's a child. Anybody under 18 is a child to me. Um, and I don't mean that negatively, it's just that's how I differentiate a kid and a child and an adult is anybody like 30 and over. I don't know what I consider people in their 20s, pretty much just um, know-it-alls. <laughs> Got them. <laughs> yeah, um, eat that, kids in your 20s. Yeah, life is good. I think I decided I'm going to go running later. Thank you guys for the support. I'm going to go did. do that. I did. Thanks again. Uh, after I you know, take care of business here, maybe take the pooch out one more time. It's almost... Almost time to start defrosting his food. Dude eats high-end beef uh, products because he deserves it because he's the best so dog in the food. world. Man, I love that dog. Dogs are the best. Like, I know people like cats, and this is not an anti-cat thing because I grew up with cats. Grew up with two Siamese cats. Siamese cats are the best kind of cat if you're going to have them because they talk. Meow. 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 That was Siamese cat for have a great day, dude. They were just awesome. Blue point too, so they had the blue eyes and they were just like gray face, white, gray tail, gray paws. Great cats. Gray, oh, great ears. Those cats were awesome. So yeah, I like cats, but I don't think you can get the type of relationship with anything that you can from a dog. Everyone's best friend. In terms of an emotional compatibility, I have a, a cousin, my, my cousin is also my, probably my best friend. She's a bird chick. She loves birds. My dad has birds. I don't get it at all. Like, that's the meanest thing in the world to me. Like, hey, you know, you've got the most precious thing that God can bestow about anything. It can fly. It can go into the sky. It can go in the air and maybe look at the clouds. No, no, why don't you stay here in my place? <laughs> I think that's so mean. I don't know why people do that. Oh, you can run really fast? Uh, let me take your feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, you're also going to be in a cage for your whole life. <laughs> oh, here's a little water. <laughs> and some sunflower seeds. No, no, no. You take them out of the shelf. Good routine. Uh, I'm not saying that's my cousin. My cousin is incredible with these birds. She's incredible. Um, and I, you know, whatever works for you. Now I feel guilty. I have a neighbor who has a parrot. And that thing squawks all the time. And he is, uh, my neighbor's an idiot. Shocker. The bird is a girl. It's named Poncho, uh, which I just find a little strange. But uh, the dude's really weird, right? He's like one of those weird neighbors who stares at you too long for no reason. Like you're having a conversation with him and it's his part of the conversation comes up, but he doesn't talk, he's just staring at you, which means like, oh, you haven't been listening the entire time. You're probably just thinking about ways you could cut my throat, watch me bleed out in your backyard. Cause I'm not to saying I live in California. I believe this guy definitely has a basement where he does awful, awful things. Um, he had a, uh, he might even still have uh, a full knight's armor 
in the window, like with the axe, just like staring at people. A beautiful house, though. Um, but yeah, he's got a bird, and he's always like, no, the bird's really friendly. And then, you know, you go close, and the bird's not friendly at all, like tries to break your finger and stuff. And the bird's like 30 years old. Like those things last to be like 70 or something like that. You got to will them to people. Will them to foe. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Love that guy. That guy's there great, was great a firefight. So this guy, he's got this bird, Ponch, and uh, Ponch is kind of like a, a, a smartass, you know? He has a, uh, he used to have this dog, so I don't like to brag or anything, but like- Who starts off a sentence like that, dude? Like, oh, it's easy to have a dog because like, that guy really, look how much you love that dog. And so everybody- I am now totally bored with my own story. Advertisement for getting a dog, they get their dog and they don't train it. Don't get a bloody it's nose on your high you horse, bro, jeez. Oh, you're not training your dog, you're training yourself. So take it seriously if you're getting a dog and, and work on it. So this jerk, across the street with this 30-year-old angry bird with a chip on its shoulder gets a junkyard dog. He gets, literally, like it was a, it's a German Shepherd. I kept wanting to say Golden Retriever because I had a Golden Retriever and I always wanted a German Shepherd. I love the Golden Retriever. It's the sweetest dog in the world. That's like having a bimbo for a dog. Like, not the smartest. And I'm, I'm really into smarter breeds. Dog Because um, you can communicate a little easier. Okay, Einstein. But, I mean, the Golden Retriever is the sweetest dog on earth. They're just a little simple, and I, I, I need a little more out of my companion, that's all. You know, I'm tough to deal with. So, this guy gets a German Shepherd, which I always wanted. I always love German Shepherds. They're the coolest dogs in the world, except they walk like Groucho Marx. And I don't want a Groucho Marx dog because it's so bad for him. Like, it ends up being that, that hip dysplasia, or whatever they call it, uh, is just, that's awful, because they overbred him because those dogs are amazing. So he gets his dog. It's the meanest dog I ever saw in my life. Why? Because it was a junkyard dog who was chained up to a junkyard and oversaw everything for a good long while. And this dum-dum, it, it became like too old. And he's like, oh, I want a dog. <laughs> and he's, again, he's psycho. He does that like super long stare. I'm sure his favorite show is Mindhunter. And he likes it because he thinks it's a comedy. Um, and he probably takes notes for the other side. Anyway... This guy gets his dog and he's like, hey, stoner man, come here, check out my dog. And I'm like, nah, I'm pretty good, man. Yeah, pretty much, nah, thing looks mean as hell. He's like, no, come on, see it. Uh, like an idiot. I was like, oh, okay. So I put my hand out. I, 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 I'm not lying. Again, I don't lie unless it totally benefits me and there's of no benefit to me to lie in this situation. So I put my hand out for him to sniff it and I swear to goodness, this dog puts his mouth around my hand and looks me dead in the eye like he didn't bite down but he let me know he could and I kind of chomped a little bit and then I pulled my hand out like after I pulled my hand out he, he like the dog didn't even like aggressively come, just like looked at me I'd never been dead eyed by a dog like that and just scared poopless dude and then he said oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I was like I'm sorry. I told you it would happen then he did the same thing to my neighbor I had warned him about it. I this is why I don't totally fault the psycho with the dog. Because I told my neighbor, like, yo, this dog bit me in the hand, looked me in the eye like, yo, F you, Jew boy. And I'm not even Jewish, even though I am. So it was just a really, like, that dog got me deep in my soul. And I told my neighbor, and he was like, oh, okay. So this dum-dum, he's like, hey, come see Bear. The dog's name's Bear. This is an important part of the story. Come see Bear. Let's see Bear. 
Come see Bear. Dum Dum goes across the street and he's like, oh, come see Bear. Dog jumped up, bit him in the leg. Bit him in the leg just south of uh, the kiwi and the bananas. No, it's the banana and the kiwis. Yeah, that doesn't make it. That would be really, really bizarre to have bananas and a kiwi. It's uh, the kiwis and the banana. And he bit him right on the leg, bit the skin, broke it. Dude's bleedy. And like he jumps back, he's like, oh, oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I wasn't there to see it, but it was awesome every time. So this psycho dog bear who's bit me and my neighbor escaped one day, flipped my dog. Man, this was crazy. So this dog escapes and all I hear is it, cause I, I always walk my dogs without a leash because I can, because my dogs aren't losers. So I'm walking my pooch. That was uh, Justice. She was tied for best dog ever with my current dog. And he, thankfully shepherds, when they attack, they flip dogs over with their nose and then they attack their throat because they're tactical. Again, it's one of the reasons I like smart dogs. Like he's not just gonna run up and try to fight. Like he's like, yeah, I'm going for the kill. So luckily I got him in between the flip and the kill. And he flipped my dog into a car. It was one of the most insane things I ever saw. And thankfully, and I don't care if you're an animal rights person or whatever, I had my cell phone in my hand because I wasn't close enough to get in the middle. And I whipped my cell phone and then hit his dog hard enough where Bear went, yike! And I grabbed Bear and pushed him against the um, truck or against Dum Dum's uh, SUV until Dum Dum could come out and grab him. And my dog was like shivering, like so freaked out. It was one, oh my God, it was horrible. But thankfully he, he didn't bite her. He just flipped her and scared the hell out of her. Um, that jacked her for a while. So hearing that dog wince when I whipped my phone into his stomach made me feel somewhat better about it. And again, if you think I'm in the wrong for trying to save my dog, stop listening to my podcast and unsubscribe because stupids with dangerous dogs are worse than dangerous dogs. And I know a lot of stupids with dangerous dogs. So long story endless, Bear, I couldn't wait. And this is like, I'm telling you, the first month Dum Dum has his dog. Maybe the first two months Dum Dum has his dog. And so I stayed away from that. He's right across the street too. So I stay away from him and Bear. And then Bear, um, his legs start to deteriorate. He's still like this aggro dog, but now he's kind of like the family guy that uh, Herbert's dog with like the dead back legs. So he's still trying to be a killer, but he's got those dead legs. Like shading fraud's a terrible thing, but I suffered from it greatly. Watching him try to tear my dog apart, cause Dum Dum would still have him out in the front yard. It was just weird. He like really enjoyed the fact that his dog wanted to kill other dogs. Finally, Bear passed away and it devastated Dum Dum. Dum Dum couldn't like, it. I don't know if he never really lost anything like that cause the his parents 30 years old, you know? So to make a long story endless, for the last five years, this dog has been gone. Every 15 minutes you hear Poncho go, Bear, Bear, I love you, Bear. I love you, Bear. Bear, 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 Bear. I love you, Bear. I love you, Bear. Bear, Bear. Every 20 minutes, this bird reminds him like, ah, your dog's dead. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. And that is why I will never get a parrot. I do not need anything. I, who needs a relationship with an animal for that long? I don't. Plus, especially one that could talk. Ugh. It's like having a kid. No offense. Which I'm all for. Go for it. Just not for me. My friends... I 
could not thank you for attending this podcast more than I have. I, 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 that's my sincere voice. I feel like we really learn more about each other today. And this was a lot of fun. And thank you for listening. And if you can, go to stonerman.com. Uh, send me some of your content. You can send me a link. You can send me, um, really send me a link because that's probably going to be best. Yeah, don't make me download nothing. I don't download anything. So just send me a link to your content and I will start to put it up on my website. I will start to put it up what a buddy. and promote it everywhere I can. You guys have a really incredible rest of your day. Go to stonerman.com, stonermania.com. Buy some great, awesome smoking accessories. Go to my Etsy shop, Stonerman Smoke Shop on Etsy. And dang it, if I won't hear you soon, uh, Puffy at stonerman.com, 310-846-1570 if you want to call and leave a message. I, I can't wait to put your stuff into my podcast universes and stuff. Yeah, no big deal. But Whatever. Man, you guys are uh, a really great part of my day. And thank you for giving me somewhere to upload, if you know what I'm saying.